0: Welcome home to a life without limits, where you honor your alignment, nourish your soul and awaken your inner goddess. Some days we fly, some, well, we've got your sister. Abundance is your birthright. This is your remembrance. Hot Mess Goddess, juicy conversations for a luscious life. Welcome to the hot mess goddess podcast Costa you are a multinational gene keys guide and purpose coach but there's always so much more to the story that brought you here would you like to introduce yourself it's always way better that way
1: yeah thank you Sally Jane and thank you for having me here on this podcast
0: I guess I'll give a little bit of a background too, that you guided me through a reading last week and I just popped the question on you to come on the podcast. So it's just such a thrill to have you on here.
1: Uh, thank you. And it's one of the thrills and fulfillment I receive from doing this inner work because the jinkies, which is the work I, I take deeply in within uh, myself, is something I can see that can help a lot of people in our environment and our world right now. So yeah, it's something that uh, the more I do it, the more it fulfills me, the more it, I feel that it's to see it come out where you, people are start living into their potentials um, is a very rewarding feeling. And the great thing about it is not really me being a teacher or me even doing anything. It just sort of comes from within and then it just, it just comes out <laughs> as it were.
0: Yeah. I love the fact that you are a guide through that because as much as it is a self-discovery journey, one that um, many know that I've been on for a little while, I just feel like I know nothing sometimes and I get stuck on certain bits and it's where a guide can come along and just help you see what you're not quite seeing. And that was what was so beautiful last week.
1: Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So yeah, if you want, I I can share my, my story.
0: I would love that. Like what brought you here?
1: It all started back in 2014, uh, seven years ago. At that time, I was in Sydney and I I was dating a woman and I was over at her place and I had received an email from mom. She gave me two different books and the word Gene Keys stuck and got my attention. So I ended up sort of looking onto the website at that time to see what it was all about. And it just started drawing me in more into the work and I was sort of hooked and I eventually just bought the book and funny enough during that time as well we you know I was going through a breakup and to me the main funny thing with that was I was just saying to the girl I was doing the time Sarah saying "Look, if you could just wait all the answers are here (laughs) um but yeah so I was like look if you just wait all the answers are here but we end up breaking up anyway and um When the book arrived the day after, I just felt this sort of impulse to just not rush into it, but just to give myself time to dive into its mysteries and into the treasures. So I ended up going to bed and I fell asleep and I heard this inner voice wake me up and the word drop came out. And I was like, okay, what does this mean, the word drop? So I said it out loud. And when I did, this wave of energy just came out of me. And I kept repeating the word drop. And continuously, there's like a wave, like an energy and a frequency, like binary codes of zero and ones that were just sort of coming out and releasing and then a feeling of letting go. And I kept repeating this pattern over and over again throughout the night. And it just sort of hit me to a point where I just felt totally safe and totally secure in the four walls of my room. And in the morning when I woke up, there was just a sense of trust and a feeling like perfume, like a delicate presence that was surrounding and protecting me a bit. Like I was being, there was like a softness, like I was being cushioned by pillows and I didn't want anyone else to disturb this presence, this feeling almost as if anyone who was going to come into my, into my environment, I would feel it would be polluting this, this energy. And then funny enough, I also didn't have any or very limiting um, negative patterns from the breakup. So I wasn't really into that field at all. I was just sort of in a happy cloud nine space. And so it opened up the door to me to realize that, well, this, this is not something for me that can be faked. I can't just say this just didn't happen. Um, the feeling was a confirmation of something that was very deep and it was coming out of me. And I realized it was, was happening. It was letting go of things I didn't need anymore in my body. Uh, whether it be thought patterns, um, emotional patterns, or even a physical patterns, I felt that I had received a form of an epiphany. And that was what drew me into the work back then.
0: That is actually astounding, you know, to actually yeah. go through something like that. you like a lot of people I talk to, energetic workers and things like that, and so it's a fairly normal conversation. But even that in what you've just described is pretty huge. Like what were you thinking afterwards? I know you felt cushioned and supported, but was there even a small part of you that just went, what the fuck just happened?
1: Yeah, so for me it was – it wasn't so much more of a surprise but more of a resting ground of inner peace
0: beautiful, and
1: calmness because – Those thought patterns just weren't there to me to question it. It was more just trusting in what was coming. And in one word, I was living in magic. That's what it felt to me. It felt like I can do anything. I can help myself. And it was like I was being given a gentle hand to self-parent whatever traumas or issues or challenges that were coming up. And of course, I wanted to know more, right? It was like, well do I want to experience this again? Well, yeah, sure I do. So <laughs> yeah. it, it, that, it's what led me to, to the work in a more profound and deeper and deeper way. And it's, it's why I'm here now talking with you having gone through the journey, which the the Jinkies offers offers a, a, a teaching and a course that invites you in, um, into your potentials to know where your pitfalls are. And just to live that, to live the answer to live from that space of, of heart and from love and from kindness, not from a place of fear and from challenge. So, so yeah, I think, yeah, that's, I think I'll stop there (laughs) (laughs) in regards to the, the story part. Um, But it, it, I don't feel it ever goes away in terms of when I think of the memories of what happened then, and even speaking about it now, it's like, it's, it's a memory cell in me that just wants to to share that to know that anyone who's listening on this too you have that too you have your potentials which we can live out right here and right now
0: yeah for sure and it's the jinkies what i'm discovering is the more you delve in the more there is to delve into it's it's almost like this bottomless pit of self discovery which is just so magical you know from that moment of picking up the book that's years worth of discovering the gene keys for you, what was that experience like?
1: Yeah, so the the book is is an interesting tool to use because it encompasses 64 different keys. So a gene key by itself, I could define it as a container of, of consciousness, which is held within your DNA. And the more that you sit with the gene key by reading it in the book, you can unlock its highest potential within it. And what you'll find is throughout the 64 different keys they're all pretty much nuances of the same thing but just told in a slightly different way but leading to the same truth so each gene key will have three different layers to it which will have what we call a a frequency so on one end of the spectrum you have what is termed a shadow which is seen as like a challenge or a fear which is stored deep within you and this is not just individually, it's also collective that we feel within our DNA. And on the other end of the spectrum, we have what we call a Sanskrit term, which is called city. The Sanskrit term, if you were to translate it, it means divine expression um, or your divine biased potential that is also within you. And then the bridge between the two is the gift. So when you contemplate or if you read into any part of those three layers, it can open up a wormhole or a portal into a deep realization as to what is the pattern behind that and then how to break that pattern. So it's it's very much a, a teaching and a book of living wisdom rather than something that's more um, informative. So when I would open up any part of the book, I would receive these confirmations that can come through as insights. And it's like, oh, aha, I now get the reason as to why I was going through what I'm doing. And the funny thing is, Sally is when we were going through our reading as well last week, the things that I was picking up, for example, opening up a gene key forty, for example, and reading the exhaustion, I'm realizing it's actually me too. I'm the one who's also being exhausted yeah <laughs> from my own environment. So it wasn't just about what it was bringing out that could come to you, but I felt it was very much a lesson for me too, and a reminder to say, okay, this is things that I need to work on as well. And that's the beauty of this It's like, it's always a reflection back as to what you can do to help improve your, your situation right here, right now. So yeah, it's a very much a living wisdom. And that's the feeling I always receive when I give myself the time and space to go into it more deeply. It just does require that if you are taking up the book, there has to be a sense of relaxedness around it because that's when the magic will come out. And that's when you'll start to see that being reflected in your outer environment. So yeah, I hope that makes some form of sense. It
0: does. To what I've been saying. Because there is a little bit of a science behind it and we all have those gene keys within us, but some are more, like I'm not sure the best way to describe this. I guess you could probably do it a lot more eloquently than me, but some of them are more present within us. Is that the best way to describe it?
1: Yeah, that's a good way. So you can see so the the gene keys themselves, they are rooted from the ancient system of uh, the I Ching, which is an ancient book that came out of China called the Book of Changes. And it was seen as an oracle that you could pick up anytime and then read through something and it would offer you that, that gift uh, of inspiration that you may need to help get through you, to help uplift you in whatever circumstance that you're after. Now, with the Jing themselves, uh like you like you pointed out, there are certain keys that would serve more focus towards you, um, which we placed more based on your time and date of birth. So another tool that the the Gene Keys offers is a, a profile. They call it the Hologenetic Profile because it's linked with the holographic universe to know that everything is interconnected. And so when you put in that information through, it will then come out with certain Gene Keys that will relate to you in specific and different areas of your life. So for example, in your life's work, which is a theme of what you're here to do in life, it will then show you that link with a certain gene key. And the more that you give yourself time to to look into that gene key, it will then unfold to reveal its hidden secrets. Um, A bit like your DNA where uh, the DNA turns on and off as an expression, which is what we see in, I don't know much about this, but in terms of epigenetics, which is the science of going beyond DNA, that relates to the Gene Keys too. So you can see this system, this open system as a means that overlaps with other systems, other spiritual systems, with sciences, uh, with yoga, uh, with many different forms. And when you link it back to your profile, it will reveal the places where you need to work on, especially the places where you, you are challenged. And that if you allow yourself to go into the challenge, it will reveal its its gift to you. So, yeah, it might be maybe it's probably best if I give it as an example.
0: Yeah, that'd be great.
1: I'll relate it to mine, uh, to my life's work. So, in my life's work, for example, I have a gene key, uh, the number 42, which is at a shadow level, it'll have a, a word. And for the word for this gene key, it's expectation. And at the highest level, the Cidic level, it has the word celebration and the gift is detachment. So I know for me, if I fall victim's expectation to want it to go in a certain direction, that's when things turn to, you know, it doesn't work out for me because I'm being a victim of it. Whereas if I allow myself to feel more deeply into what is, it will then reveal its hidden secrets to me. And then I can just enjoy it for what it is and let go. And then I can just celebrate in the, in the highest realm to say, well, there's nothing else to do, but just enjoy everything for what is. So for me, I know whenever things do get tough, I'm there to help teach other people the art of letting go and the art of just feeling more deeply into uh, the challenges in your life, because it's just a process of that feeling won't last you forever. So the more I can live that, the more free I become. So I don't get caught in the trappings of the mind, but I'd rather just go with the feeling of my heart and then live that out in my in my space.
0: Yeah, that's such a big one for all of us, really. Expectation. That's what I love about the gene keys because there's all these things that we know to be true. We know if we have expectations, then it's not so fun sometimes when it doesn't turn out the way you think. But with the gene keys, there's a there's like a map that you're given and it's it's such a gorgeous map because it also links you to the next part of that which is the challenge that's most likely going to come up for you to be able to i guess accept and embody the gift and the city of that
1: that's right so and that's how you know a system is really into the thick of it it goes right to the grit of the work so it doesn't stay on a superficial level it's saying okay so what is your challenge right now and then you can always ask yourself the challenge and you will then see it reflected in your environment as to what is the, the outcome of how to overcome it. Um, and that's what the Gene Keys does, is the more that you allow it to, to sink in into your body, the confirmation will come out in some form. It could be a person saying something. It could be, yeah, it could be anything. So the key with this work is also to do with um, of how you bring about those, those potentials. How do you bring about the gifts? And that's where the, the art or the technique of contemplation comes in. So in essence, it's really about just one thing. And it's, um, it's got to do with giving yourself time to pause, time to step away from what is, and then to go more deeper within. So that the more you do that, the more you're giving yourself a space and a feeling to allow what is happening to just be there without resistance. So the more we start doing that, the more it's going to strip the layers that you don't need anymore. So the teaching really much is not really a teaching of concepts. It's more a teaching of, of just stripping away, letting go of the layers that don't serve you anymore, so that you just come to the very essence of who you are. So you remove all the old baggage, all those patterns that are not needed. And yes, yeah, so it's a very much a map. There's always that saying, Sally. I don't know, I'm not sure. If, I'm sure you know about this. Is like, don't mistake the map for the territory. <laughs> yeah. So again, it is the jinkies is a tool, but you know, let's see how it plays out in your actual situations. That's the key thing, right? So it's it's easy to know what is the great part, but it's, let's see how can you stay calm and collective when the challenging gets tough. And if you can, or what it does, what I found from my experiences, it's like saying. You're in a channeling situation. I'm sure we've all been there. <laughs> when you're in a challenging situation, what I find the work does, it's like there's a bone arrow that's going towards the pattern of what you normally do, whether it be something that you either react to or you repress or you close off your heart in some way. And what I've noticed, and this is not me doing anything, is the bone arrow is going in that direction and then you catch it mid-flight and then it goes off or it drops to the ground. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. But how did I do that? Because it, it didn't come from my mind. It just came magically from within. So, all I'm saying is yeah, so the more that you dive and you contemplate with the work and you commit to it, it you will see just things just work out for you in every, in every shape and form. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I love it so much because I was overthinking it all to start with. I, I love to devour information. I had a habit of doing that most of my life. I'd read and read and read and read, and then forget about it a week later. And I thought I knew all this stuff, but I wasn't embodying any of it. And with the gene keys, you can't help but embody it because you read something and then you, it just shows up in your life that week or that day. And it's like, oh geez, you know, it is just there in your face because yeah, it's a map of who you are. So it has to be showing up for you.
1: That's it. It's also interesting too, so the teaching itself is also a paradox. Um, So it may say things that are in complete contradiction to one another, but it actually does reveal a higher meaning. So in one sense, the profile does tell you who you are, but I could also challenge that and say, well, that's actually a half truth (laughs) because it will show you one aspect of it. But in real essence, nobody can actually tell you who you are because we ourselves are a mystery. And we're multidimensional beings. So it can only point to the truth. It can't just be the truth. And your own story is what reveal the true meaning behind it. So it's when you receive those confirmations, whether it be like on a mental level as an insight, or whether it be on an emotional level as a breakthrough, or in the case that I received it as a as an epiphany on a physical level, then I know as a fact that it's true for me so i can i can share that because i can feel it in every in every fiber and cell of my body and yeah so the work it's very much in depth it does require that you tread it lightly but you don't take it lightly so if ever it gets too much you know you can always put the book down or turn off your computer screen and then just you need to go outside or talk to your friends or just do your usual routine you just allow that to come in because the process is always to allow what is. And then with time, that becomes an acceptance. And then eventually you start to embrace it. So, and then I guess the final part of that would be to embody it deeply into your physical being. And once you embody it, you're going through another sort of form of challenge or initiation, which is then you truly absorb everything, which is also quite something else. So it's, The same thing with contemplation, through pausing, it opens up the door to a different dimension and eventually on the other end of the spectrum, it becomes a form of merging. So you just include yourself with all of life and you see the beauties all around you that you know that what we see, what we hear and what we think and feel through our senses is just a very minute part of the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is just waiting for us to allow it to unfold. And that's all we have to do is just to make sure we we keep ourselves in a space of patience and calm, and it will reveal itself to us. It will be seen as like a form of, of of an invocation, of something evolving into us rather than us needing to evolve. It's sort of the balance of the two. So I'm going a bit esoteric here, but if you were to bring a triangle going down from above, from the heavens onto earth, And then the evolution as the striving upwards. If the two points were to meet into the body, you'd find they meet into the heart. So this is the whole essence of the work is, yeah, go here, go into your heart. And if you're finding that there is a place where you are not feeling very inclusive or you feel alone, you can always put your hands on there and know that there's always a tiny flame, a tiny flicker. And the more you place your attention onto that tiny flicker, you'll see that that fanning of the flame will grow and grow. And in time, you'll see it come out and then you'll find, oh, there's another log. And that other log will help burn that flame and help you go alongside it to know that well, you're not alone. So the more that fire is burning is you could see as a metaphor to know that if there is a challenge in your life, which is seen as darkness, the more that you shine your bright in there, the more it becomes more light and the more light there is to shine too. So know that no matter what situation you have and you're dealing with at any given point in time, it's always an opportunity to awaken. It's always an opportunity for an opening. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I love that so much. When I first picked up the Gene Keys book or first heard Blue talking about it, I thought, oh, amazing, more personal development that I didn't know about and just dived in and thought, great, I want to become a guide, I want to become an ambassador, I want to do all of this and just went headfirst into it and then went, Oh shit, (laughs) that's just, this is something where you just have to do slowly, it's not something you can rush into and learn so that you can teach others, it's something that you have to just let go and accept and let it all come to you almost, or maybe that's one of my gene keys, I don't know. But yeah, what I discovered is I really had to have patience with it and patience with myself and just witness my life unfold around me and then the little aha moments would come and then I'd almost laugh going, oh, I see where that gene key is now. And I was just trying to think about it logically, but there's so much more to it. And then I discovered that there were lines and then I discovered that there were codon rings and it just all got way too much. And I threw my hands in the air and went, okay, this is a very slow journey for me.
1: Yeah, that's right. So if if you just see it as putting your attention to one area, whether it be one gene key from your profile, or even a word that you'll see in a book or a paragraph. Because the words themselves, they're energetic, and the whole notion of this teaching is so that you go into the spaces or in between the spaces. And that's why it's always recommended to pause, uh, because within the pause, you'll find the light, and within that you'll find the magic, and within the gaps, it will lead to something new, something or we don't know. Um, so it's taking us away from the the victim mind, the thinking mind, the compulsive mind to again, going with where the heart go with, where the heart is. And that's why it takes time because the heart is something that opens up in layers. So it's like a peeling of an onion, you peel an onion, and then you see like another, another part of the shell that needs time to adapt. And once you're ready to let go of that, you peel another layer and another layer and another layer. And eventually you see your true self being vulnerable as you are, but you give yourself time to self parent with love because the more you start doing it, the more you start to see and feel more into that space, which is true to you. And then when you start from there, then you can start to do it around you with your closest members and friends and family. And that's really the the essence of the work because within this teachings, it's always going back into the same space. It's just coming from a different lens the whole time. And it's always just reminding you to say, how would love respond to the situation? And if you give yourself the time to pause, it will give you the answer, right? And eventually in time, it will allow you to remain permanently open-hearted. And that's the beauty. It's also a big claim to say that, to remain permanently open-hearted
0: Yeah, it's not an easy thing for us as humans.
1: That's right. It's really not an easy thing. And that's why it takes time because we have a load of baggage that needs to be worked on and transcended. So the key here is we want to transcend our fear. Now, it's one thing to transcend our fear individually. The next step is then to transcend your fear collectively. So it's like the next undertaking. So you think, oh, this never ends. (laughs) But at the same time, that's what our evolution is, right? It's to keep on going, keep on going. Because if you look at our DNA, our DNA, if you were to bring it out into a string, you'll be like going for millions and millions of miles out into space. It's this uh, a huge amount of data and information in there. And that data information is what we're there to uncode or decode to reveal its hidden secrets. And this is why it takes time. So eventually that all and every single cell of our being is transmuted and transfigured into something beautiful to show and express ourselves in our true light. So yeah, it does take work, but all that is required is to take the first step because within the first step is the thousand steps. (laughs) And that's what can help you not to be overwhelmed. And uh, it's why pausing is such a simple technique because it doesn't require you to do anything. It just requires you just to be.
0: Yes. Which can be difficult in itself as well,
1: yes, yes,
0: <laughs> we lack to keep ourselves so busy
1: yeah again it's th- it's that thinking mind, isn't it, the monkey mind, you know where it feels because we've been we've been conditioned that way, our society is always one of wanting something we don't know what we want, but we want it now, right, and if we don't know what we want, then we're just going around in circles and um. The alternative is to say, well, can we go in spirals, which is sort of seen from a, a different perspective and a spiral that's going up or going within and that can lead to, to a different outcome. It's, and I think I mentioned this to you, Sally, in our in our reading in our session together. For those who are new to the jinkies, sometimes it can be a bit difficult because it may be coming from a mind space, but it's like you're looking down into a well or looking into the void. And you don't know what's there because you can't see that what's beyond there. But all that's required is to know that, look, if you just take the leap or one small step by putting you know, the bucket down into there, in time and with the commitment and with uh, patience, as long as you're doing the inner work, eventually what you'll see will reveal its hidden treasures for you. And that's what's just required with this. And it's not even this work. It's any spiritual inner work because there's many, many teachings out there. It's like the well is one metaphor or one analogy, but another one would be, for example, you're in the desert, you're looking for water, but you start digging up into the sand, and you say, oh, no, I'll stop. I go to another sand pit, I keep digging holes, but it's so superficial, so it doesn't really get you anywhere. But if you start to the one place and we're right to the root, you'll end up coming to the bed water at the bottom, and you'll be able to drink the water. And it's the same thing with spiritual inner work and teachings is just stick with one teaching because it will reveal its hidden treasures. Which in this day and age is hard because we have just so many options. You become like a spiritual tourist. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that a, that's a trapping. Yeah, yeah, there's a trapping in that. There's a trapping because you're not actually getting anywhere. It's like I'm having different flavors, but I'm not really understanding where those flavors are coming from. Or, yeah. There are two other trappings, Sally, that it's good to be aware of. It's also to be aware of a trapping of a teacher because you can be trapped by their charm or you can be trapped by their just how they're expressing themselves and then people are drawn to them of what they're saying because it can be seen like a hypnosis or a trance. So it's just good to be aware of that. The other trapping as well is of the system or the teaching itself, which also brings me back to the jinkies. It's like, this is why I love it, because it's revealing to me these trappings, but at the same time, it's giving you the space to know you can discover it for yourself what it is and what works for you. Because within the teaching, there is no teacher, in effect. The founder, whose name is Richard Rudd, beautiful man, who wrote the book and who delivered its message to the world through the form of a book and an online course and the profile, which you can download for free, by the way, is just a student. He's an initiate and someone who is the first student of this work. And we are no different. We all have our gifts we all have our potentials. And it just offers us this opportunity to live that out into the world. And that's what I love. It doesn't hold you back. It's very much a work that is there to help expand your awareness, to expand your consciousness. And that, yeah, that does take time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that would be the word I would use for it too. It's very expansive, whereas I have tended to flit from one thing to another. Um, And I've loved each and every one, But there's a lot that i don't finish i'll start something and then it doesn't light me up anymore so i'll go on to something else but what you just said was actually a bit of a little aha moment for me too because i found in some of those things there was some non-genuineness in those and i would see more clearly once i got in there that okay i had this person on a pedestal but it's very limiting and i felt very constricted within that teaching and so then I'd go to something else. So I have learned little bits from each one. But this I find rather than limiting and feeling constricting, it is so expansive. And I think that's why I love it so much. And mm-hmm. it's all within, like everything's coming from within and within within the life around me and my own experiences.
1: Yeah, and and, and for those also who are, you know, sceptical, I invite the scepticism. I invite that in because it may reveal a hidden uh, either like a hidden agenda or there'd be another energy that you can then use to transmute that to reveal its higher purpose. And you mentioned it as well, it's, it's, it's about having inner honesty. To how honest am I when I'm going into any work? Because um, that's the level and, and the test for anyone who's, who's wishing to undertake any spiritual journey. Do you have that inner honesty? And also do you have the commitment? Because the commitment is what will lead you to your goal eventually.
0: Yeah. Having Gene Key 40 as my purpose, I was listening to, um, Richard has some beautiful audios on those as well. And I I think I've listened to it about 20 times now, but I hear something different each time and it was let everything go you're doing so much and I'm just going oh gosh it's like he's in my head and you know just just delve deeper into one thing instead of surface leveling on everything so the last few weeks I've had a massive pause and clearing out of all the clutter of stuff that was within my mind courses that I'm half doing and half not doing and Everything, a massive decluttering of my entire life, inner and outer. And that has been profound and beautiful. Yeah, Richard even said, like, if, if that means letting go of the keys, do that. And I don't often hear teachers say that about their own work, but it was, it, it was incredible.
1: It's, it's also very, for me, when I hear that, it's very, um, it's relieving, you know, because you're not holding on to that anymore. It's like, no, let it go. It's like, oh, great, I can let it go. And it's like that permission to know that you're free. You don't need a validation from someone or something. The choice is yours. And I find that to be very empowering.
0: Yeah, because there are so many things that I've seen online since, the link between gene keys and human design. And there are even arguments about which one's right and which one's not. And it's like, just let it go. Do what your heart calls Mm -hmm. you to do. Like that seems to make the most sense to me.
1: That's it, and also by doing that, you're also going into the essential in life, so that you let go of the inessential. And I would say the majority of as humans, especially you, even me, like a lot of it is inessential. So when I'm starting to do something of, of value, like the reading that we had uh, last week, it offered me another perspective. Saying no, of course, I need to go back into this too for myself. I need to go back to what is essential that helps me with my self worth rather than skipping on the surface, doing, spreading my energies thin and then I get exhausted because that's what happened. That's what happened to me. (laughs) I was doing too much and it was then putting me in a feeling of very deep discomfort. And I had to just say, no, I've got to bring it down to to what is important and to what it brings value to me. And then to allow that self-worth to sit with the unworthiness and to know by doing it, I'm releasing the patterns that I don't need, and I can help shine the light to where I need it to go. So again, Sally, thank you too for <laughs> for actually reaching out because it was also um, it was a good reminder to say, no, okay, Costa, it's time to uh, it's time to pull up your socks and and create something.
0: And I find that's always true when you're doing something that your soul is calling you to do. It's a two way mutual benefit. It's never just one giving. Mm-hmm. That's what is a real indication for me lately.
1: Mm. And the giving part is is something that I actually get excited about. So within the work, there's, so you have the 64 jinkies. There's obviously an introduction like you would in any standard of a book. At the back of it, there's also a glossary, but it's seen as a glossary of empowerment. But there's three main words that help open up a new dimension to what we could see as a fantasy for what is going to come um, into this world. And one of those three words is syntropy. So syntropy is the art of giving and receiving. And one of the things that excites me a lot is to know that can I give unconditionally to all areas of my life? Because that is what breaks the circuit of what's holding you back. And I know from other different teachings, too, is the more that you can give, especially to those like a motto is like, you know, what you want, give to another. So the more if I can give to someone else who's in the same predicament as me, who may be struggling financially or has problems emotionally or has relationship issues or health and physical issues, you can also do that and help another person because it's also helping yourself. It's helping you provide fulfillment and it's helping you to be of greatest service to the whole. And it's also a question that's also asked and I'd even dare say demanded um, as you go deeper into this work, is that like, what is the greatest service that you can provide to the whole? And with what I see around us today with this whole COVID situation, it's really questioning our values and our boundaries to know what is essential and what, what can we do to improve and use our creative genius to help the world, to help ourselves, to help our community, to help our friends, the environment, anything. So it's very much a time of transition and a time of of growth. And I see the Gene Keys, the work is coming on a precipice. It's literally on the cusp of something about to expand in many, many areas. So it's very, very exciting for both the individual and for the collective. And I see it as you have a choice. Are you going to choose the light or are you going to choose the dark? So as a wave, you can either listen to your inner calling, into your spirit, into your soul, and learn just to ride the wave of what's coming with our external environment. Or you can allow yourselves to fall victim to it and then be overwhelmed and then to be drowned into it. But also know that within that, there's always someone in some higher form, there's always an opportunity to come out of it, as long as you're wishing to go into your fears. So there's always, the door is always kept open for everybody to know that grace is always there with you along the way.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. I think that's another thing that I really love about this is. I used to always see something bad as something that was way over there and something good as completely so far away from it. But the Gene Keys is allowing me to discover that it is on the same frequency, but just a different end of it. And so when I see it Mm. on the same band, I can, I can see how sometimes we're a little bit higher in that frequency. Sometimes if we're having a crappy day, we might be a little bit lower in that frequency and display some of the qualities that are more towards the shadow of that frequency. But it's still the same frequency, which means that excites me because it means that I can easily get to the higher frequency of that same thing again. So that's been one of the biggest gifts to me from this because words are my favourite thing and the energetics of words and so knowing that those words were just on the same frequency they weren't two totally different things was really helpful for me and we're all going to have our good days and our bad days but knowing that we can activate the gifts and you know embody the city a little bit rather than just always stay in the shadow yeah i think that's really a really helpful way of looking at it and that's what i've loved about this work
1: yeah it's um i mean it's a language of light, the jinkies. So, And just like you said, to know that it's okay to feel bad or it's okay to feel down and know the next day is it was a brand new day. Everything is always anew. There's always a new perspective. Every moment, every second is brand new. And the work is also isomorphic, meaning it's ever-present. It's all-inclusive with everything that is out there. So even if we want to have the book, if we want to have the courses or the, the profile, what we're doing right now, I could say it's coming from a jinky's perspective because it's coming from its lens, but in a different form. So that's the beauty of the work, to know that you're always supported. You're always supported by Mother Earth, by your friends, your family. There's, there's always someone or something that's of higher essence that's there to guide you along the way. And the teachings are just there to remind you of that. That's it. It doesn't do the work for you. It just offers you that pointer, offers you that that gentle, forgiving hand to say, it's okay. you're feeling down, you're feeling rough, it's, it's too much. Just take a moment. Just give yourself the time to let it out, to let it go. And then you can come back into it again. So it's very much that delicate balance of going in and going out, going in and going out. And the more you start doing it, the more it's just that is the inner work. That is the process. It's never like a straight line, isn't it? We're going, oh, yeah, we're going up. No. <laughs> You're going to fall back down. You're going to pick yourself up, right? Yeah. And it's just important to know when that happens that you can forgive yourself. Because how are you going to forgive other people and help other people if you can't do it yourself? I would even dare say it's sometimes a bit selfish, <laughs> Because it can also be seen as a trapping to go and volunteer to do something to help the world. But, yeah, but the shadows haven't been resolved within you either. So you're still carrying them, and people can feel that because it's not coming from a space of heart, but it's coming from a space of escape that's you've fallen victim to. So yeah, always, always give yourself time. be gentle, be kind, and trust.
0: I think that's where it comes back to the pause, too, because mm escapism is something I know very well as well through drugs, alcohol, all the things that have, you know, even personal development has been an escape from always trying to find a light and find the happy and not actually pause and look at what's within and love on that regardless of what is there. So I think that was a really mm. beautiful point that you made is that self forgiveness, which comes back to the self parenting you spoke about as well. So, yeah learn to just parent yourself out of that and it comes back to the pausing
1: that's it so the voice for example when you're hearing either richard rudd that inner voice of his to just slow down or by picking up the book in any page and just seeing something that come up will help break that pattern will help allow you to see that there is always another way there's always a way out of it and the pause is that way too actually it's just to give yourself into that and yeah let's see what comes from it and it's funny too because the more that you commit or the more that even though you know and we all know it we all know what has to be done but we don't always do it but that repetition is also power so even us saying the same things to pause to contemplate look at your gifts look at your cities you know every shadow contains a gift it's been repeated a over and over again in different ways and different forms. It's just saying the same thing. But eventually it's like, oh, yeah, now I get it. It took me about five years, (laughs) but now I actually get it. But it was so worth it. And that's what allowed you to go on that journey of going up and down, left, right, back and forth, anywhere, tumbling. (laughs) But it it still was.
0: Which will continue. I'm going to keep tumbling and I'm going to enjoy it.
1: That's it. Keep tumbling, keep falling. And it's all just realizing that this is just all just a game that we play. We're all actors and actresses on a stage. And at the same time, we're also part of the audience. And we're also going to be, we can be seen as though, you know, up above in the skies looking down. And the key is when you find the alignment of all three, because when you find it along all three, I can dare say that you are also acting as God because you're seeing what is from multiple perspectives. And to know that's also within you, you have that potential to be of the highest possible service and divine essence that's living within you. You have that potential to live that out right here, right now. And that's what keeps me personally going. It's like, yeah, that's, isn't that cool? Isn't it cool to know it's just there? It's right here. It's literally underneath my bar noses. And for me, that's what gets me going in the day and saying, yeah, that's great. You know, and there's confirmations like this podcast, the reading we did. It's a confirmation. confirmations like, yeah, of keep going. You know, I'm no different than anyone else, but it's like, it's taking you towards that next step. You know, that thousand step is taking you towards that next, the next up the ladder as it were. And then eventually with time is then you find your own allies. You know, you find your own friends, you make those bridges, you make those connections and say, like, okay, cool. Now we, we're building a network here. This is really awesome. You know, you, you know, I can consider you say, like you're my spiritual friend. You're a spiritual friend that we can now have a connection with, that we can go more deeper into a certain area. And that's cool. And then you've started to realize there's more of other people around. And I find that is exciting. You know, you start to be inventive and creative and it's beautiful. You, you create communities and there's then a movement that's coming from that. So you can do anything. That's, that's the beauty. It's just a reminder to know that you can do anything in your life. It's just there, it's just waiting for you, just waiting there to be unlocked. So keep playing with those hands. You know, it's like there's the treasure and you're putting your hands softly along the surface and you're slowly just trying to open up the different keys and codes. And eventually, all of a sudden, you find that click, it unlocks and you open and you think, oh, wow, look at all these treasures. Right. And then for me, it's like, oh, I look, all these treasures. Now, can I let me share them everybody? Because I got so much. What's so much? Yeah. I need it here. You have it. <laughs> you know, that I find that really powerful. I find that really invigorating. You know, it's like, yeah, I don't want to give, keep giving. It is. That's the service.
0: The giving is in such, it can be in such small ways that you don't even realize, like you suggesting last week that I use my hands more. I have not played piano for ages. I have a banjo sitting in this room that I'm in that I haven't picked up for ages. And I did both this week and it was, oh, it just lit up my heart so much inside. And I think at one stage I even got a bit frustrated. So I was kind of banging a bit harder on the piano, but it released things within me that needed to be released that I hadn't even thought of. And this morning I thought, oh, shit, yeah, I haven't done. He said something about rubbing my tummy, so. I think you said do it for 10 or 15 minutes. And I'm thinking, oh my God, that's going to take forever. But I thought, oh, I'll do it before I get up then because it's pretty chilly. And it was profound. Like those little gifts that you can give someone. And if they actually follow them through, that's magic.
1: And it's also interesting. You made a very interesting point there. The change is actually very small, it's a very small change it's a cause that will create a ripple effect that has a huge impact so it's like you're putting a coin or a pebble into a lake and those ripple effects are going out hitting the shores of the bank and coming back to you tenfold and that's the invitation here is to just give just a little bit and you'll see it come out but the thing is you just don't know how and when it's going to come you don't know when. And that's the issue I find with humankind is we're, we're stuck in this bartering consciousness, you know, this give and take. Whereas it's like, no, no, just you give it to someone else, but it'll come in from another place, maybe, or from another person. And isn't that more exciting? Isn't that like so cool as an adventure? Because we don't need the certainty. We can, we can embrace and accept the uncertainty and play in that. It's like, oh, wow, look at this mystery. I can play with this. I can play with that. And I get really empowered with that. I get really, I feel like, yeah, you can do anything. You can do anything just by these small, small changes that you you can make.
0: Yeah, that excites me too because that's where I receive the most is not through someone that I give to but through all the other ways, how my heart feels mm. more expanded when I give and then some random thing will happen that will just make my day. And, yeah, there's just so many different ways. To give and to receive.
1: Yes. Yeah. And then the other two things I just want to just quickly mention too was, um, so you have syntropy, which is about the art of giving and receiving. Then there's synarchy, which is seen as the ground of vision. So in some ways, the jinkies, you could see it as a, prophesizing prophesying what's, what's to happen and what's to come for the collective. So there is a storm that is brewing. So we're sort of in the calm before the storm. And there has been a shift, obviously, that we've seen now with with COVID. And there'll be an amplification of that frequency. So we'll see more of the same thing, more fear coming out, more challenges arising. However, there is a bigger picture at play here, which is to help see that it's seen as a purging. It's things that were always there, but it's just coming to the light. So... The light is just shining on the darkness. We're now seeing it for what it is. It will help open up the door for a new world, for a new way of being, for a new way of interacting to everything from the sciences to the belief systems, to ourselves, to our institutions, to our education with kids. All of that is coming up and all that will be changing in the times ahead. I'm not saying immediately, but, well, it can be immediate and it can also be gradual. It's a bit of a process of the two. So this synarchy, this vision is a collective vision that we're we're starting to see grow out in the world. And the first places that you'll be noticing it in is within also within businesses, within places where you're realizing they're not using a structure of hierarchy where there's a pyramid so you report to someone at the top and they make the decisions, but more where it's more flatlined. And we it's termed as a hierarchy, a place where people work autonomously, they also work together. But there's no real manager. Leadership decisions are just being made within the moment. And they can still work within a hierarchy, but they are formed in a horizontal, flat structure. So that's where you can see that there are changes being made. And also another key point that is to know within a business context, everyone is empowered. So if someone's not empowered, then it's not going to work. So you start to work together on that. So, Synarchy is bringing in that space, that sort of empowering aspect, not just to business, but to everything, to environment too. Um, The last one is you got Synarchy, you got Syntropy, and then you got synchronicity. Oh, sorry, you got synthesis. You also got synchronicity too, but you got synthesis. So, synthesis is the connection and between all things. So, it's maybe not enough for someone just to be, you know, working in the sciences they'll also have to understand what it is to be you know to know more about how to garden it's not having one skill we're gonna have more versatility within our collective humanity so there'll be a synthesizing of systems all coming together and we're all seeing that again it's like the same thing with teacher and disciple that doesn't work now anymore we're going to see different ways of how we're going to work together so This is what the Jinkies helps to unfold, to help us to relate, to help us to know that there is is light at the end of the tunnel and the confirmations will be what we see in our environment and that will happen as synchronicities, that will happen as magic. So it just takes time and the more that we do the inner work ourselves, the more we're burning off our own karma and the more we're helping the collective and our planet as a whole.
0: Yeah, beautiful way to finish. um What is next for you? Just before we do go, what what is happening next for you? What's lighting you up at the moment? Uh,
1: that's a good question. So, so I work also within the media team within Jinkies as well. So I have sort of like a dual. I'm trying to balance the roles that I'm playing at the moment. So one of the things I'm doing is to help bring about the foundation for Jinkies to help it grow as well on a collective and then on an individual level i'm also looking to expand and to rethink my strategies so at the moment i'm currently doing readings like you're well aware of i would like to keep doing them uh, to help people as well and also to do maybe some form of virtual or physical retreat into the nature of our shadows and our gifts and our highest potentials because there are so many things that i see that people are saying look Maybe they're stuck on the fence or maybe they just don't know or they're lost and confused and just know, look this is a wonderful, beautiful, gentle, soft, forgiving system that will help you open up the doors if you just can come in with a with a beginner's mind and a new outlook on life. so yeah, that's my invitation uh, that's what I'm doing at the moment so I'm, I'm excited I'm excited for what's to come. I think there'll be a lot of um, a lot of stuff to unfold. <laughs>
0: yeah that's exciting
1: A lot of magic unfold i'd say sorry
0: (laughs) i will definitely be putting your link to your website if anyone would like to book a reading with you or just be on the wait list for whatever's coming next they can click that link so that will be there but um thank you so much for your time today it's been such an honor
1: Uh, thank you and thank you so much for providing opportunity in the space for us to chat you also have a very um You've got a very calming and gentle presence, Sally. So I'll be also interested to see how that unfolds in the time as well with what you have. You've got these beautiful gifts.
0: Oh, so, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, I always saw it as a, a hindrance. My quietness and everyone around me were extroverts, but yeah, I see now where it's becoming more of a benefit for not only myself, but for those around me. So thank you.
1: No pleasure thanks again
0: thank you so much for joining us today if you've enjoyed this episode we'd be ever so grateful and it would really help a girl out if you'd share the love subscribe rate and review so others can find us too much love